welcome to Podful of Magic. I'm Kelly. I'm Nicole. And I'm Stacy. And we're three moms breaking down Disney destinations, universal and cruise line travel tips to help put more magic into your family's vacation. With summer officially here, we thought this would be a great opportunity to chat about two of Disney World's forgotten theme parks. A lot of people just think of the big, you know, the big four, Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, Epcot, and Animal Kingdom, but there are actually technically two more parks, and those are Disney's world-class water parks, Typhoon Lagoon and Blizzard Beach. What better way to add some cool-down time to your Florida Disney vacation, especially, especially, sorry, (laughs) if you find yourself there in the summertime? And honestly, I'm guilty of this. When I think of Disney World, I'm like, oh yeah, four parks. I completely blank out on the fact that there are two awesome water parks there. Honestly, yeah, it's true. Me too, because a lot of the Disney resorts have great pools. (laughs) Uh, Exactly. Yeah. Why, why go somewhere else when you can, you know, get the, the, you know, the wetness elsewhere. Oh my God. (laughs) Saying wetness. (laughs) Wetness. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. All right. Let's that out. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So why, would you, why would you want to go anywhere else when you can get your splash on at your own resort? So I totally get it. So exactly. on this episode, we're going to go over some of the basics to get you guys familiar with the two water parks that Stacy mentioned, Typhoon Lagoon and Blizzard Beach, including a little bit about each of the water parks, how to get there, your ticket options. Um, and yeah, important to note though, so while Stacy said there are two water parks, one of them is closed right now for refurbishment, and that is Blizzard Beach. So as of right now, so as of when you're listening to this, so this is being, um, gosh, when are we publishing this? End of June, early July, 2023. Yeah. Uh, Blizzard Beach is closed. Typhoon Lagoon is open. Just keep that in mind when you're listening. This could be different. Yep. Yep. So um, I'm going to just address the elephant in the room now. Guys, I've never been to either of these places. You're so missing out. (laughs) Okay. There's lots of opportunity to go. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Twist my arm. Yeah, exactly. So Stacey, why don't you tell us, we'll start off with Blizzard Beach, which is uh, the one currently closed for refurbishment. Okay. So Blizzard Beach is, I would like to say it's my family's favorite, but they kind of like a bit of both. So it's hard to say. However, Blizzard Beach has a lot of really cool things. So the first thing you need to know is it's centered around a blizzard. So there's going to be all kinds of snow-capped mountains, all that kind of stuff. So there's only three attractions in the whole place that require 48 inches and up, which is kind of nice. Yeah, that's Um, awesome. Slush Gusher, Downhill Double Dipper, and the Summit Plummet. Um, I've got a story about some of Plummet afterwards. I have never actually done it. However, so the only other attraction that has a height requirement is the chairlift. So yes, they do have an actual chairlift, just like you're going up on a ski hill. It's the coolest thing. So you get down, um, the loading dock is right near the kitty area, the little kid area, and it takes you up the mountain and it's a really cool one. And if I'm remembering it correctly, um, they even have skis on the bottom of it as though you're wearing skis. That's really cool. Like, the Canadians can truly feel at home whenever they're at Blizzard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Arm to Florida, but I also want to feel like I am, you know, by Lake Louise. <laughs> <laughs> the best so of the both high worlds. Re- 
the height requirement for the chairlift is 32 inches and up, just okay. so you know. So aside from those, there's tons of different options for all ages, toboggan racers, um, lots of fun on that one. You can line up as a family and race against each other. The Cross Country Creek, the Team Boat Springs. Um, just so everybody knows, there's a little kids area um, for 48 inches and under called Tykes Peak. There's all kinds of different areas. So um, the two very quick stories I have. Uh, Summit Plummet is, for anybody who doesn't know, it's just like going down a ski hill. You are using your body just to go down. It is so fast it is so steep i have never done it so you climb up these stairs and you go up so incredibly high and then you go and there's just this one little bar across the front and you have to lay down and use your body to plummet yourself down this steep mountain and it's right terrifying to me like, terrifying. nope 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 that doesn't yeah yeah <laughs> i all the rest of my family does it but i don't so the first time my little went on, and he's now 11, um, but the first time he went on, I want to say he was probably, oh, I don't even know, like seven or eight. Mm -hmm. And so I said to my husband, I'm okay with him going on this because to me, there's so many things that can go wrong, even though I haven't ever heard of it, but <laughs> to me as a mom. Um, so I said, okay, but he has to wait until I get down to the bottom so that I can see him come and make sure he's okay. And if he doesn't want to do it when he gets to the top, that he can have me at the bottom to get him, right? And so anyways, I'm like racing down the stairs and going to the bottom. And by the time I get to the bottom, he's done. <laughs> he's totally finished. He has the biggest smile on his face. And at the end of the, at the end of Summit Plummet, they actually have a timer there to tell you, that tells you what speed you ended up going. What? How fast? Yeah. Do you remember? I cannot remember, but it was way too fast as a mom. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was terrifying to me, but he's like, I'm sitting here, like, I don't know what I would have done. I don't know what I would have done to help him if something had gone wrong, but I just, in my mind, I needed to be at the bottom. And meanwhile, like everybody's like, nope, just go. <laughs> He's totally uh, gone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Cast members too. So many good cast members there. You know, if, you know, God forbid, knock wood, anything yeah. happened, he would yeah. at least be in good hands. But no, I would, I would totally be with you. Like I was Ooh. looking at Summit Plummet and I'm like, oh, I would be a nervous wreck watching my kids do it. And then yeah. to, like any other water park I've ever been to, I've probably done something similar, but it's funny how as we age, we get the... Yeah. Uh, you know, like the, the fragility of life really gets to us. <laughs> oh my yeah. goodness, it's terrifying. The other thing I wanted to talk about quickly is they have a really cool um, lazy river. And so the Disney water parks are massive. They are huge water parks, easy to lose your way kind of thing. But they have, um, they have a really cool lazy river that goes all the way around the whole thing. And the Blizzard Beach one is themed, of course, perfectly. And there's a funny funny part and so my mom does not do well with anything related to anything coming out of your nose <laughs> and so there's one section of it where goofy is in his house and he has a cold oh, God. oh no you go by and he sneezes and it comes out the roof out the chimney oh. and it blasts you and my kids, every single time, laugh, and they're like, we need to take Nana on this because she would be gagging yeah. the whole way around. 
So <laughs> super fun for kids, man. They love gross stuff like that. It is. <laughs> it's so much fun. And the, the cast members are fantastic because on the Lazy River, there's so many people like, I'm one who, I don't know about you guys, but when I'm on a Lazy River, I'm the stand in my tube so that especially because I go in the summer often. So it's roasting out. So I want to keep the lower half of my body wet. Right. Cause I'm like the yeah. point of being in there is for me to actually be wet still. Um, but they're really good about letting kids swim and everything. So, I mean, it's not like, it's not like kids have to sit in the tubes. It's really nice because my kids would never want to sit in the lazy river with me if they weren't allowed to swim alongside and, oh, yeah. and move around and be fun. So really yeah. Nice do that I mean and the water naturally keeps them moving and they want to stay by their parent who's floating along naturally so that's good exactly to it's great it's fantastic so okay on to Typhoon Lagoon Alrighty, so Typhoon Lagoon differently themed than Blizzard Beach so picture a beautiful Caribbean island that has junk everywhere because it's been hit by a typhoon oh, dear. <laughs> So um, very like, uh, I mean, like everything with Disney, um, you know, the entire water park is very perfectly themed and the level of detail is just top notch. So Typhoon Lagoon is awesome. And like Blizzard Beach, it's got, you know, some slides with uh, height requirement, the 48 inch height requirement. They've got the Crush and Gusher and the Humunga Cowabunga slide. So maybe not for littles. <laughs> and then they have a lot of the other similar attractions. They've got body slides. They've got slides where you can ride an inner tube, like family style. Oh, those, uh, other attractions where you can ride like single inner tube. Um, they also have a giant wave pool. And from what I understand, it's like the biggest wave pool in North America. Really? It's pretty awesome. It's massive. So that's pretty cool. I mean, lots of people love a wave pool. As a mom and as a former lifeguard, wave pools make me nervous. I don't like them. <laughs> so uh, I guess a PSA to all the parents, and I know you guys are thinking of this, just keep your eyes on your kids when they're in the wave pool, right? Yes, because it is all ages. So, exactly. You don't and it's really strong. Well, that's exactly, that's exactly it, right? Like you think waves, they're not going to be that big, right? But when they're constantly going, you, you really learn how well your kids can swim in a wave pool. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and this particular one, so the one at Blizzard Beach is the typical wave pool, whereas this one has a, I believe it's a 10 foot wave and mm -hmm. it's just one wave that comes out and every so often, and it's a 10 foot wave that comes up and if you're even sitting at the edge of the water it will actually move you <laughs> so it is that big and they do um before it opens in the mornings some mornings um they actually do surf lessons on it really that's yeah. so cool yeah so you can get surf lessons at disney and like when i say this wave is massive like it is a massive um i don't want to say undertow uh, like my kids absolutely love it and they love being thrown into it and all this kind of stuff For but sure. it is like it's the bottom of the pool is really rough as well so yeah. I will often sit at the edge of the water and it actually like if you are a little bit farther in it will actually pull you and scrape you along the bottom yeah, yeah. so be careful be it's with. strong oh so, so. Yeah, just, you know, be careful in the wave pool. That's all we're saying. <laughs> so much fun, though. So yeah. much fun. 
Yeah, but it, it is fun. Of course, wave pools are lots of fun. And uh, I mean, there you kind of there's lots of wave pools all over the place. But, you know, like we said, Disney does it bigger and better than everybody else. So you're going to want to try this one for sure. Do they yep. have like a little splash pad like it sounds like? Yeah, so the, it's called Ketchity Creek, and it's for people who have smaller kids. They've got like a splash pad area, you know, little slides that are more, you know, age appropriate for the smaller kids. So really, you know, these water parks can suit everybody. So that's good news. And the other great thing about both of these water parks, actually, is they have really cool themed dining locations as well. So you can get quick service there. They have, you can get Dole Whip there if you really want to they've got um bars where you know if you're the adult in the family and you'd like to enjoy a refreshing alcoholic beverage you can absolutely do that so yeah there's 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 something for everyone there they have they have at typhoon lagoon too they have a an ice cream pail that you can get and yeah it's an actual sand pail so you can use it later on and but they fill it with ice cream Mm -hmm. and actually that's the other thing now that you mentioned sand there's sand. Yes. <laughs> oh, nice. It goes with the theme. That yeah. makes sense that you'd find there and not a little bit both. You get the water park feel, but if you want to feel like you're on the beach, you can do that too. So that's pretty awesome. That's- feeling like you want to splurge a little bit. Um, both of the water parks offer cabanas as well, private cabanas, uh, which guarantee you shade on a hot summer day. And they also come with some, you know, fun amenities, drinks and towels and comfortable chairs depending on which tier of cabana you get yeah um if if that's something you're interested in definitely talk to your agent and uh, they can get you more information on it yeah cabanas are nice it's nice to have a little home base that you know you can leave your stuff at and always be able to go back to yeah exactly and then one last thing i do wanted to mention is that uh typhoon lagoon also has this very cool um it's almost like an after hours party, but not quite as late as an after hours <laughs> party. So the um, the water parks traditionally close, I believe it's around 6 p.m. But at Typhoon Lagoon on select nights in the summertime, you can actually stay for three extra hours and enjoy what they call H2O glow nights. So I don't know if you guys have seen, it's a Pixar short. It's called Party Story party source rex it is the best pixar short i think i've ever seen but it's toy like rex from toy story and he's going through this like internal conflict of being boring you know his friends think think he's boring and then all of a sudden he decides to throw a rave in bonnie's bathtub (laughs) awesome it's so cute so that's kind of what h2o glow nights is about it's like a dj party glow in the dark stuff but you, you know, you got the water park in the back. So it's, it's kind of like that. It's super fun, super cute. It's an, uh, it's another way to add an extra three hours of, um, fun at Typhoon Lagoon. So it's definitely something to check out as well. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah. And that's it for Typhoon Lagoon. (laughs) Hey, yeah. Um, Quick tip, uh, quick two tips anyways, actually with the water parks, they have, a drink cup you can buy there that's a refillable drink cup just for the water parks and once you purchase it you can bring that cup back and you get a cheaper refill rate um the next day so that's something to consider especially if you're going more than one day Um, or if you're going for a full day is that different than the resort mugs stacy yes it is so it's similar idea but you purchase only for the water park. And so you pay the one price, you get the water or you get the cup, and then you can fill it up all day long for free refills at their quick service 
Um, and they have they have the pop machines right out there so you can go anytime you want. Um, and then if you're going multiple days, you can just bring the same cup back and you get a cheaper rate for that day. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. So, so you can't use it at the resorts or anything like that. And then the other thing I tell people all the time, because we learned our lesson <laughs> is bring water shoes. Yes. The, not only is the, the bottoms rough in the pools and in the lazy river and you will scrape your feet. I do it all the time. Um, but the actual ground is really hot. Mm. So walking up to the slides, up the stairways, up the pathways, um, walking up and standing there in line, it burns your feet. Ooh, it really burns. They have really cool little sprinklers that shoot at water all the time as you're walking past and you can clean off the sand off your feet and everything. And it tries to cool the ground on that, but it is stinking hot. Yeah. Good. Yeah, that's great advice. Yeah, especially during the summer. I, that actually, I mean, that didn't happen to me at Disney, but it happened to me at another water park where I got severe burns on the bottom of my feet. Oh no! I remember, oh. And then I remember my parents like slathering ointment and taping up my feet. It was just a horrible, horrible uh, period. So, note to self: I mean, I've always, I've, I'm, I'm a big flip flop gal. I mean, flip flop season for me is like February to November. So, uh. um. <laughs> So flip-flops are good. Water shoes are perfect for the kids because, you know, it protects their feet and, you know, they don't have to worry about germs as well. And I wore flip-flops though on the lazy river and the tops of my feet are what scrape. Yeah. So the water shoes are awesome. And if you're going down the big rides, especially the ones that are body slides, you're going to have to put your flip-flops or your water shoes on your hands. Just so you know, they won't let you wear them. Yeah. That makes sense. Makes sense. yeah. Oh, there the other thing I just wanted to mention too, which is that Disney um, has lifeguards uh, at their water parks. So if you're, you know, concerned about your kid's swimming ability and you need that extra pair of eyes on your kids, it doesn't replace your own eyes, of course, mm-hmm. but um, you definitely, you know, can feel safe knowing that there's people there looking out for your kids. They have lifeguards, you know, at all of the attractions. If you need first aid that's there. I believe they do uh, life jackets as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. free life jackets there. Yeah, so there's definitely, you don't have to worry about bringing water rings and stuff like that for your kids. It's extra stuff to pack, especially if you're flying. So um, yeah, Disney Disney offers it all. And the lifeguards, uh, you know, like Kelly said, even though it doesn't replace your eyes, that said, the, the cast members, lifeguards are just really on the ball and really take their job seriously. Um, and yeah, it's a nice perk to have the life jackets and note that those are also available at Disney resort pools as well. Yep. Yep. It's all included. You don't pay extra for it. I heard something really cool the other day uh, that, that, and I don't know how true it is. I'm I'm hoping it's true, but I shouldn't say hoping only because I'm saying it, I guess. Uh, they said that it is illegal in Florida to drink what drink and eat while in a pool or a lazy river you know what it probably is because um just look at thinking back to my when I used to manage a pool in my useful days um yeah there's like uh the Ontario public pool regulations forbid food and drink anywhere there's like a certain distance um and like in it's an enclosed pool it can't even be like in the pool area it has to be out well yeah that would make sense in Florida, you can eat like within the pool areas, but 
like because they they'll bring food to your your chairs but it's a proximity to the water and I remember you know one night sitting by the pool with like a beverage um and they said no you have to put it back to your seat like I tried to just put it like at an arm length and they were like no no like it cannot be anywhere near the pool that's yeah that's legit Stace yeah that's so neat because I was just I was watching a YouTuber who was going to the H2O glow nights and he was saying like he loves to to go down to a tropical islands because he's like I can go in the pool and swim up to the pool bar and he's like it's actually illegal in in Florida yeah, yeah. honestly I can think of those pools where everyone spills their beer and drinks in the pool mm-hmm. Cloudy hell and it's disgusting. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm like, oh, like I can't decide. Like, yes, a swim up bar is nice, but also so is clean water. So it's okay. yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of those people don't get out of the bar all day. You're no, out of the pool. Build beer. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly Cuba. That was my one and only experience in Cuba at the swim up bar. That pool was disgusting by the end of the week. Cool, cool. So I guess uh, the big question to talk about now is uh, how do we get into these places? Yeah, that's the big question. Now now we want to go. How do we get there, Nicole? (laughs) So there's a couple of different ways that you can access the water parks, okay? Um, They do require a ticket, so it's not included um, in your package unless you do one of two things. So number one, Um, Disney offers a ticket option called the water park and sports option. So when you're purchasing your tickets through your travel agent, you can indicate that option. So that gives you um, base tickets to the four theme parks um, and then the same number of visits to the water parks um, as well. So if you get a four day uh, base ticket to just the theme park, so Magic Kingdom, Epcot, etc., you then get four visits to the water parks as well. Um, And this can be done on the same day you visit a a theme park, or it could be done on a separate day. So it's a nice way to spread out the fun. Just know that you don't have to do them on the same day. Um, So it's great. Like if you're taking a, a break day from the parks, use that day as your water park day. Okay. Just pay attention to the date range for when your ticket is valid. Okay. Um, because those four days do need to be used within the date range on your ticket package. So on top of the water park and sports option, um, you also have the park hopper plus ticket option. So this is basically Disney World's everything ticket. It gives you theme park access, park hopper privileges after 2 p.m., and then your water parks. Okay, And same thing, pay attention to the date range. The number of days for your ticket is the number of visits you get to a water park or one of the you know fun sport options that Disney offers. The second way to get into the water parks is to just buy your water park tickets separately. This is a great option if you're going into your trip unsure of how you want to play out those off-park days. So if you don't know what the weather is going to be like, like if you're traveling in January or February when Florida can be a little temperamental with their weather, um, you know, that might be a a good time to wait till you're there and and buy your tickets, um, purchase your tickets a la carte. Um, but there is potentially cost savings to packaging in your water park tickets, um, with your theme park tickets. So before you decide, just a quick question to your travel agent can do you a world of good. So that's how to get your tickets. Now, once you have your tickets, Stacy, how do you get to the water park? <laughs> how do you actually get there? <laughs> um, one thing to that... talk about transportation. So, you know, 
as your specialty. <laughs> I seem to know how to get to a lot of places. You do. <laughs> um, Where? So one thing to mention too about the tickets, one thing about um, water park tickets, you don't need reservations. Yes, you don't need That's the- nice. Yeah. Yep. So, um, so getting to the water park. So both of the water parks, and again, right now, Typhoon Lagoon is the only one open. Uh, this winter it had been closed and Blizzard Beach was open. So you never know. I've only ever been there when both are open. So, hey, it changes. Yeah, I feel um, like that's the before COVID thing that they were both open. And now since the park has reopened after COVID, they've been doing the flip-flop. Yeah. yeah. And hopefully it does come back. And it, maybe it's, again, lack of of people of hiring people right like the lack of yeah. people applying and all that kind of stuff so yeah who um, knows? but yeah so uh both water parks are pretty easy locations to get to typhoon lagoon is just outside of disney springs like literally if you're driving and and you're driving in you can see it on the right hand side before you go into the parking lots um and blizzard beach is over near animal kingdom so both of them have lots of of parking at them that's all free if you plan on driving your own car um if you want to get there from a disney resort it can be a little more complicated so and it changes often again like i actually made sure to look this up ahead of time because they seem to keep changing every once in a while how to get there but currently you need to take a bus um from your resort or if you're at a resort that has boat access to Disney Springs, take the boat if you want to, um, and you have to go to Disney Springs. Okay. From there, you will have to get on a bus that takes you over to Typhoon Lagoon. It's a short bus ride because it's literally right outside the gate. You can't walk to it because you have to cross some major highways. Um, but yeah, so currently that's how you get there. Awesome. That's, uh, that's great. Thanks, Stace. So, I mean, really, the water parks are just another way to enhance your already magical vacation on the most magical place on Earth. Um, definitely, there's some things to think about when planning. You know, uh, weather is a factor. Um, cost savings is another factor. Uh, as we've said already, you know, the most convenient and cost effective way is already to build to build your water park visits rather into your vacation package already. But of course, you know, People don't always know whether they're going to like water parks. Right. You know, the, as we've already said, weather, you know, there's a lot of things that can, that can factor in into your vacation. I know some people are water park people. Some people are not, you know, maybe you're finding that your kids really desperately need a break from the parks. You planned one too many days in the parks and you're like, you know what, we need a time to just veg out. And that would be a good time to go to the water parks and spend a day just chilling there. So, and you can see, you know, maybe that, something that you didn't plan for, but it's good that you have that flexibility to make that decision and change it right off the bat. So, you know, something, something to consider. And definitely um, if you're interested in booking water parks or adding it to your vacation package, you should talk to one of the uh, Windways and Wands agents and they will definitely be able to help you. And so our journey comes to an end, at least for this week. This podcast is brought to you as travel agents with Wind, Waves and Wands Vacations at www.windwaveswands.com. Give us a follow wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review. If you have any questions about booking your next magical Disney, Universal, or Cruise Line vacation, email us at podfullofmagic at windwaveswands.com or find us on Instagram at podfullofmagic. That's all for this week. I'm Stacy. I'm Nicole. And I'm Kelly. And you've been listening to Pod Full of Magic.